Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, your host, Dr. E.J. and Prophetess Kathy McKenzie. Well, this is another segment uh, coming together, dealing with kingdom relationships, and so therefore I am excited about it today. Uh, for those of you that desire to call in and ask questions, uh, you can call our 800 number, 877-537-3321. Once again, 877 537 Three three two one. Uh, those of you that desire this call in, just join us. You can dial area code three four seven two three seven five four nine three. All right, we're going to have uh, Prophet Kathy to greet you today. Good evening to everyone. Thank you for joining us this afternoon for. Uh, relationships with the order of kingdom relationships and um, just pray that uh, God will bring divine order in your life this um, on this year um, as you're listening to a word from God one word from God can bring about change in your life and in your relationship all right Uh, go ahead and give us those announcements uh, upcoming events uh, if you will Okay, we have upcoming uh, this week, um, actually starting on tomorrow, we will be having our prophetic training, uh, which is in uh, near the Orlando area with our spiritual son and daughter, uh, the Crusines. Uh, the prophetic training will begin at 9 a.m. Um, on tomorrow. We will be doing that tomorrow, Friday, and it ends on Saturday. So if you know anyone in the Orlando area, uh, you can go to our website uh, and you can uh, register that way online or you can give them a call um, and um, you can go ahead and register and be a part of that training on tomorrow. Um, if you miss the training, uh, which begins tomorrow, then uh, next year when we uh, do uh, put our schedule together and we have uh, upcoming trainings, we will make sure that we let you know so you can be a part of those trainings. Um, everyone can prophesy. Uh, scripture says, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy, uh, for you can all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be encouraged. Prophecy is for the simplest form of prophecy is words of edification, exhortation, and comfort, and God desires for you and I to exercise the gift of God in us to be a blessing to someone else, to be a blessing to humanity. Um, also, we have coming up on next week, Encountering the Supernatural. We have some awesome men of God that will be with us. Bishop Demetrius Senegal will be with us on next Friday, 7.30 p.m. Uh, These services will be at the Embassy Suites Hotel, the Miami Airport location. That is 3974 South River Drive. Um, and the parking is $5. Uh, we will be there Friday night. We're going to be there on Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m., and uh, Dr. McKenzie has uh, extended it to those who would like to receive a, a, a prophetic presbytery, a word from the Lord. Um, you can go to our website and uh, complete the information there, and we will get get it. And uh, we will have a presbytery, prophetic presbytery, an hour and a half before the service begins. Service will begin at 4 p.m. 
So an hour and a half before this service, we would be ministering prophetically into the lives of those who desire to have, uh, ha- um, desire for us to speak into your life. Also, uh, on Sunday morning, Pastor Howard Brigham will be with us. He's out of uh, Annabelle, New York, and we desire um, for you all to keep them lifted up um, up in New York area uh, as the uh, they've gone through some devastation as far as the hurricane, and so a lot of people have lost their lives. Um, um, so we want to keep them lifted up in our prayers. So we believe in God that the man of God will still be able to be with us on next week. So that's next Thursday, I'm sorry, next Friday at 7.30 p.m., Saturday at 4 p.m., and then Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Again, that's at the Embassy Suites Hotel, the Miami Airport location. All right. So uh, we want you to invite your family and friends out, especially those that is challenged in some kind of area, physically, relational, economically. Uh, uh, this is not a meeting just to have another meeting. Uh, but these men of God has the grace of God on them to break things open and break things through on your behalf. Uh, these men of God flows in the supernatural heavily. Uh, God uses both of them prophetically and use both of them in healing and miracles. So, therefore, if you know anyone, get them out to these meetings. They need to encounter the Lord for them to experience the change that God wants them to experience and for them to experience the power of the kingdom of God. So, therefore, once again, that is November the 9th, 10th, and 11th, and those of you that desire prophetic presbytery or personal prophecy to be ministered unto you, go to our website, and you can click the link, Prophetic Presbytery. A form will come up, fill it out, and so, therefore, we would know how many teams that we need to establish for that Saturday. Uh, if no one fill it out, we will not be ministering to you prophetically. Uh, there will not be people coming in and want uh, uh, someone to minister to you prophetically uh, if you have not went to the website. It's not going to happen. So we need to uh, follow the instructions if you desire for someone to speak into your life uh, on that Saturday. So the service started four. Uh, but we will start an hour and a half before 4, so that means we will be starting at 2.30. Is it 2.30? Uh, yeah. 2.30. So we'll be there 2.30 uh, to minister to you. And uh, uh, so uh, once again, uh, those of you that have family and friends you desire for for them to receive personal prophecy, do not bring them in. Do not ask us to minister someone. These are the instructions. Go to the website, ejmpcc.com. Click the link, Prophetic Presbytery. So, therefore, once you fill that out, uh, we will know how many people that we'll be ministering to or how many things we need to establish. So let's follow those instructions so God can be, uh, so God can bless you through these teams that he's raising up and establishing. All right. Amen. So today is uh, relational uh, relationships. So if there's anything, uh, Prophet Catholic, the Lord has laid upon your heart uh, that uh, he want to speak to single people, married people, uh, parents. Uh, uh, is, is there anything that the Lord has dealt with you about? Um, yes. I was just thinking about uh, this morning I was uh, I received a 
a text from a friend of mine, a pastor's uh, wife, and, um, you know, sometimes, uh, I, I, you know, I heard you mention the other day how uh, the pastor's kids, you know, the enemy challenges them greater than he does their average child. Um, and so I believe uh, that the enemy challenges uh, marriages, not just marriages, but especially those who are in leadership in a great way because he does not want us to fulfill the divine purpose of God. And so um, looking and speaking to my uh, my friend, um, she was challenged uh, in her marriage recently, and um, and things just didn't go right. And um, and I think it's, it's going back to something that you and I discussed some time ago regarding uh, wives understanding their position. And if a wife, if 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 I stay in my place where God has called me to be as your helpmeet, then when the enemy comes, uh, because I'm in the right place and I'm under authority, um, I will know how to come against him and not yield to his temptation and and miss God and get out of divine order because I yielded to the temptation of the enemy. And so um, I, I know that that is a great challenge with with uh, leadership, with wives uh, being standing in their place uh, where God has called them. And so many times, you know, we take our eyes off of uh, you know off of God, and then we look at our spouses, uh, and so we miss God because you know we allow ourselves to get in verbal confrontation instead of uh, continuing to walk you know, yielding to the Spirit of God so I would not fulfill the lust of my flesh. And so, therefore, my, my I fulfill the lust of my flesh because I'm yielding to the temptation. And so I was really, you know, giving uh, my friend the Word of God, uh, the young lady, the Word of God, so she can be encouraged and, and, and stand on the Word of God when it comes to her marriage with her man of God. Well, uh, that's good. Um, uh, I think one of the key things is understanding uh, this must become a reality to all of us. I think what what makes a person successful on their job uh, is when they understand their role on the job. Uh, when you get hired on the job, they give you a manual uh, for you to read. And in that manual, it lets you know what they expect out of you and what you expect out of them. I think the majority of relationships is destroyed because uh, uh, we have unfulfilled expectations, and sometimes they are silent expectations. And I know I've been uh, 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 the enemy dealt with me that way before. I just expect you to know things, and uh, but yes. never communicated the thing that I expect for you to know. And so uh, then I end up getting frustrated, but yet. In, in my mind, well, you should know this. You should know that, but it don't work that way. That's why God gave us a mouth. God gave us uh, uh, the ability to speak so we can communicate uh, the very thing that we desire. That have to be spelled out. It's spelled out in that manual, uh, and they let you know what they expect from you, and they let you know what they expect uh, you can expect from them. Uh, they let you know... Uh, how many vacation days you're going to get, sick days you're going to get. Uh, they let you know uh, 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 certain particular days that uh, you, it's allotted to you and uh, uh, how many years that you work there, it increased, decreased, whatever the case. So they let you know, but this is what they expect out of you. 
They expect for you to be uh, be on time. They expect for you to be loyal, dedicated, and committed. They expect for you to be a team person. It's spelled out. So, so what happens sometimes in a marriage uh, relationship, we have a tendency to, uh, like I've done before, uh, we have a tendency to have expectations from our spouses that we have not sat down and we have not communicated and articulated them. So uh, we get frustrated. So going back to the role of a husband, the role of a wife, now there's a, there is some there is some uh, standards, uh, regular, if I don't use the word regular here, but there is, uh, uh, I was going to even use the word generic, <laughs> it's not even generic, but there, is, there are some basic standards that every husband and every wife must operate. Now, every household will function differently because every man and every woman is differently is different. And what I mean by that is, uh, 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 and just say in my household, I was raised a certain way. In your household, you were raised a certain way. So automatically, I'm thinking you're going to automatically do us operate a certain way with me because this is how the women in my household operate operated. So you may expect for me to do a certain thing because the men in your household operated a certain way. And we say, well, this is natural. And you say, this is natural. And so when we get married and we marry one another and we see, I see you not doing that and you see me not doing that, and you say, what's wrong? And then I may think that something is wrong with you as a woman. You may think something wrong with me as a man because, in your household, men function a certain way. In my house, women function a certain way. So many times there is some standard things that the Bible tells, and then there's some things uh, because you was raised a certain way, there's certain expectation. But the standard things uh, of uh, uh, how God made a man, how God made a woman, and how God uh, created marriage to function, that should go for every human being or every born-again believer, and then we would fine-tune it. Uh, uh, according to the word of God. My expectation should be biblical. Yours should be biblical. So I think that's the problem. But once uh, I believe a man understands uh, what his uh, uh, anointing, grace, and uh, position is and how God, what God expects from the man to execute uh, towards his wife and the vice versa, when a woman understands what her role is, and her position is, and what God expects for her, how she's to execute and function, I believe it will be less problems, less challenges uh, in that relationship, in that marriage, if uh, we're able to do that. I think the fundamentals, if we get the fundamentals down, and what I mean by the fundamentals, if I understand my role is to love my wife and understand what biblical love is, understand what biblical love is, have nothing to do with your emotions or your feelings, and my, and my wife understands what her role is, is to submit. So my love for God will be re- revealed in my ability to love you. Your love for God will be in your ability to submit to me, according to the word. And the Bible tells the wife to submit uh, um, to your husband in everything, as unto the Lord. And that's the key, as unto the Lord. So that's what's going to make it successful when it's done as unto the Lord. So so if a woman wants her husband to do something and the husband is not doing that thing, is it as unto the Lord? And even if it is as unto the Lord, he's not. How should she handle that? How should she handle that? So um, I think this is, this is vital uh, if once we begin to understand the fundamentals. 
Um, I, I think uh, what you just said about understanding the fundamentals is, is key because once I, I do understand the fundamentals, regardless of what you do, and I'll just use myself as an example, uh, regardless of what you say and what you do, I still must submit as unto the Lord. Many times I have missed God uh, in our relationship because maybe because of something uh, you said to me and, and, and uh, you know, for a moment there I took my eyes off the Lord and so I responded, you know, based upon what you said or how you said it. And so, and it has caused uh, frustration in the marriage because I'm not submitting to you as unto the Lord. And so uh, the, the challenge comes with me not standing on the fundamentals. Uh, and so when the wife does not stand on the fundamentals, regardless of what the husband does, or vice versa, the the husband standing on the fundamentals, regardless of what the wife does, uh, then we when we don't do that, you know, we miss God and we get out out of alignment and we're not doing the word. But I'm you know get, giving into my flesh and I'm responding based upon what I see in the natural instead of keeping my eyes on the Lord because I have to realize uh, we have to realize that God knows how to bring uh, the spouse uh, under, under his order. He knows how when if, if one spouse is obeying God and submitting to God and doing the word of God, then that's the door that God can use to bring that other spouse in divine order. Uh, but when we don't do the word, this is where we miss it. And I know that this is the case uh, with, you know, some of the other pastor's wives that I'm in relationship with. It's basically the same thing, and, you know, uh, same, same scenario as far as not understanding our position and stand on the word of God regardless of what our spouse does. Very good. Uh, those of you that is on chat, I can see you. And those that is online today, if you have any questions for Captain myself, you can uh, those that is online, you can press the number one button, if I'm not mistaken, and that will get you in to be able to ask us some questions. And those that are on chat, you just go ahead and chat. I can read it, and I will be able to answer your question. Uh, um, and those of you that desire to call in and have a question that's on chat, you can call the 800 number, which is 877-537-3321. Once again, 877-537-3321. And I have a regular call-in number is area code 347-237-5493. So if you have any questions concerning uh, relationships, as Kathy and I is dialoguing today, uh, feel free, and we'll see what the Spirit of the Living God have to say through us concerning your question. Uh, you said something, um, how we allow ourselves to get distracted and uh, uh, and get frustrated from time to time uh, when our spouses is not divinely aligned and not trusting God to the point that God is able to bring uh, that spouse in divine alignment by the other spouse's obedience. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, another thing that all of us really need to understand is this right here. Uh, uh, when we get distracted, we really got to see in the big picture and understand why it's happening. When we do get distracted, God uses each spouse, the spouse, their partner. They use God use each other to bring to surface what is lacking in them. Yes. But when I'm really focused 
on God, then nothing you do say should be able to move me out of God. If I moved mm-hmm. out of God, that means that is the area that is alive that God is trying to kill. He yeah. wants, wants he wants to he wants it to die. And without yeah. the death of my will, the death of my flesh, then I'm going to always be frustrated and aggravated and and and, and uh, question God concerning the marriage or whatever. Have nothing to do with the person. Have everything to do that I'm not dead in that particular area. And when God trying to make, uh, bring me to a place of death in that area, and that's the only way I be able to experience the Lord in that area, and then I would be able to execute the heart and the mind of God concerning the relationship. Yes. Uh, as you were speaking. Um when you said bring to surface, I was thinking, you know, how uh, at the beginning of what you said, how God uses uh, each of us to bring to surface what is on the inside of us. Uh, and I've often heard you say that, um, you know, and, and one one question you would ask me from time to time uh, when I would say, well, why you had to say it like that? Um, and I remember one time you asked me, what well, is it true? Is it true what you just said? And and you was encouraging me to focus on the truth, and I think that's where we miss it at as husbands or wives. You know, we don't focus on the truth. So in our incident, you know, uh, uh, situation, um, I wasn't focusing on the truth. I was just focusing on the vessel that it was coming from and how it was coming towards me instead of looking at truth. Uh, and so God was using you to expose what was in me, and the truth that you were speaking, which was God's word, was not setting me free. I was letting uh, my flesh uh, rise up and yielding to my flesh, and so therefore it caused me to miss the truth of the word of God. God was speaking truth through you. And so I believe that God, uh, going along with what you said, um, how God uses us to expose what's in us with the truth that is spoken uh, instead of us looking at the vessel, we need to hear the truth because the truth is going to set us free. But instead of being set free, we allow ourselves to be incarcerated and bound by the by the works of darkness because I'm not seeing the truth that God is trying to give me for me to be set free. That's good. And you are absolutely 100% uh, correct concerning that. Then the question will have to be then, if, a person speak truth to you, uh, say your spouse speak truth to you, and it bothered you how your spouse spoke truth to you, then my question would be, next question would be, if your boss owned your job, and your boss wasn't your husband, if Uh your boss owned your job, spoke the same truth to you in the same way that your husband spoke it to you, do you think you would have responded? The person, I'm, I'm speaking general, the person and those of you that's listening, would you have responded the same way to your boss like you responded to your husband? Do you think the average woman would have responded the same way? No, absolutely not. And why is that? Because I think with a husband and wife, we allow the spirit of familiarity to come in and so uh because I'm comfortable and I and and you know I'm not expecting you to to speak to me just saying in general not expecting my husband or my spouse, my wife to speak to me that way and so um 
you know, instead of me hearing God, you know, uh, I just give in to my flesh and, and you know, bec- through that spirit of familiarity with my boss and my job, you know, it you know, he it doesn't even matter. I don't go home with him I, or her. You know, I don't I don't sleep with them. I don't, you know, uh live with them. And so therefore whatever they say, you know, I just take it, you know, as a grain of salt and just move on. Okay. Then then that also exposes something concerning us. Then yes. that means if I could yield to the boss and regard how they said and it was truth and I know it was true, maybe they didn't like how they said it, but I know it was true, and move on and take it like a grain of salt, but I can't do that with my spouse, then is it possible that there's a revelation, even though you said about familiarity, that there is a greater level of uh, respect for the boss than the spouse? Yes. Yes, most definitely. So, but yet, but yet the, the 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 boss don't live with the uh with the spouse. The boss don't provide for the spouse. The boss yes. uh, is not having a relationship with the spouse. So therefore, I have to ask myself to go. Why do I would if that is the case? Why would I respect uh an, another authority over the ultimate authority over my life besides God or, or my wife? This could be the same mm-hmm. thing with a man with a wife. Yes. So, so I have to examine my motive. Now, why would yes. I respect that boss and, and over my spouse? Now, now is it possible? Because most likely this is the reason why. It's because I need that job. Because mm-hmm. I need the paycheck to yes. be able to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's. But why don't spouses think the same way? I need this woman. I need this man. So I'm not going to disrespect or dishonor this woman or dishonor this man. I need this man, and I need him in my life. I need this woman. I need her in my life. Then, But we don't say that with the boss. We don't think that way with the boss, brother. We think that way with our spouse, or we don't think that way with our spouse, but we think that way with our boss. That's the right word, the way I'm going to articulate it. So something's wrong with that mentality. Yes. So if that is the case, then then what causes, and I think you already hit the right word, familiarity, but what causes familiarity? Now, watch this right here. Now, when a wife usually disrespects her husband because she feel like that either she's equal with him, she feel like he owe her something, uh, he shouldn't be communicating her this way, something that causes her to feel that way and think that way and vice versa with the man as well. Something causes that to happen. What causes that to happen that a woman or a man, if a man have a female boss, he doesn't try to put himself on the same level as his boss when he know he got hired for this position. He usually would stay in his place. And the same thing with the female to have a male boss. She's not going to try to put herself on the same level as her boss. She know what position she got hired for. She's going to stay in her place. Then why don't we stay in our place in our marriages? 
That's very good that you uh, that you say that. Um, I, I, I know it has to be just be demonic. It has to be the enemy that wants to you know keep the marriage relationship divided, keep the the spouse the spouses uh, divided and not walking in the perfect will of God, which is becoming one. He's constantly the enemy is constantly um, and we we constantly give in to the the tricks of the enemy. Um, and uh, and therefore, because we give into the tricks of the enemy, we do not allow ourselves to become one. God is trying to use that, like you said earlier, to expose what's in us, so we can get rid of it, uh, not yield to it, uh, the works of my flesh, so I can uh, uh, learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit, stay in my position as a wife, and become one with you in every area of my life, and submit to you as unto the Lord. Well, that's good. Now, then my question would be this right here. I got to ask myself this question. If I know it's the Bible, done read it in the Bible, heard sermons uh, uh, concerning it, sermons on the radio, sermons on television, sermons in my church, sermons in uh, conferences about my role as a husband, father, uh, your role as a wife, mother, and still struggle with that, even though we hear sermons, we know what the words are, we read it, have devotionals, then evidently there got to be something that is causing me to see things from a different perspective than the Word of God, than the sermons I heard. Now, and the reason I'm bringing this out is no excuse for none of us, but the kingdom of God functioned different than the kingdom of this world. So, therefore, is it possible that the the inundation of the kingdom of darkness, the influence of the kingdom of darkness on this society, the Bible calls Satan the God of this world, the television programs uh, that uh, or we look at, the movies that we go to, is it possible that even though we know what the Word of God says, that this stuff evidently having a greater influence on us than the Word of God, than the sermons we hear? it got to be something that if we know what the Scripture says and we struggle doing it. What is causing me to struggle to submit and up execute my position? What do you think? Uh, I think something, uh, the Spirit of God is just reminding me of something you said earlier when you said that, um, is it uh, possible that the wife uh, is sees her see herself equal with her husband? I know that has been a challenge in our relationship uh, from time to time, and I did not know it. I did not know that I was operating like that. That I was submitting to a spirit that was trying to cause me to compare myself with you. And when you brought it to my attention, um, I began to examine that thing. And um, and I remember one particular time, um, I, I yielded to it and I recognized it. I recognized that I was uh, comparing myself with you. Before when you brought it to my attention, I denied it. I said no. Uh, but then you brought it to my God used you to bring it to my attention again, and I began to examine it. And the very next time uh, it happened, uh, I recognized it. 
And I asked the Lord to forgive me uh, for, you know, uh, I repented to the Lord and asked you to forgive me for comparing myself uh, with you, trying to make myself equal with you. Uh, and, and so, therefore, if I'm trying to make myself equal with you, then I cannot possibly be in my place as a help me because I don't see myself as a help me. I'm not functioning as a help me. Uh, I, I know what the word says, but my actions are showing something totally contrary to being a help me. I'm trying to compare myself uh, and make myself equal with you when God not, did not call me to do that. I am a help me, and so my place is to stay in that place as a help me so I can become one. And so if any wife is doing that, then that right there will cause us not to become one because I'm, you know, we're trying to compare ourselves with our spouses when God did not call us to do that. And, and, and that's excellent you bring that up because there may be some ladies that listen online and say, well, according to the word of God, we are equal. Well, according to the word of God, you, you become one. And yes. you are to become equal from the perspective of you executing your position. You executing your office as a wife, and the man executing his office as a, a husband, as unto God, the two shall become one. Yes, but when a woman try to execute the office, the position of a husband, when God called her to be a wife, uh, then what's going to happen is there will be competitiveness. And yes. once that a man, a man, a husband cannot stand is when a wife tried to be in competition with him. Yes. Jesus was not in competition with the Father. Period. He knew he was. He was the Son of God. He knew why he came here, to execute the will and the, uh, the, will and the purpose of the Father. Yes. And, and, and Paul brings these things out beautifully in Corinthians. He brings that beautifully. So, so one thing a man uh, uh, see, um, men are competitive in nature. God made us that way. We like to we like to compete in basketball, football, especially when it comes down to sports. One thing a man don't need uh, is to come home and compete. He compete on yes. his job. Uh, uh, he compete in business meetings. He compete in business itself. He don't need uh, a competitor when he come home. He need a wife when you come home. He need a helpmate when you come home. And if women really understood what that really means, it's, just, it's, just, it's more than just words, adjustable, adaptable, conformable. Even that is not a reality to the majority of women, what it really means. It, it, it's, it's an attitude. It's a heart disposition. It's just not words. And so if you can see the, the majority of women – can quote this, they can preach this, but never live it because mm -hmm. they don't understand it. They understand what the definition means in a, from the English, and they go to the Hebrew and look it up and have an intellectual understanding. But if the Holy Spirit does not lead a woman, and that's the condition of your heart, change your heart, it's impossible for a woman to be adaptable, adjustable, and conformable to her, impossible. You can't do this in your own flesh. Because when God gave this, this command, Adam and Eve was not flesh. They was, they, had, they was a spiritual man and a spiritual woman, but they became a flesh man and a flesh woman when they sinned. So he gave that commandment, so they had the capacity to execute it. And every commandment he gave them, 
it gave it to them in spirit form, not in flesh form, because God is spirit. So, so it's impossible for a woman of God to be able to be adjustable, adaptable, and conformable when she has not died to her flesh. Impossible. She will not even be able to get the revelation of it. She can look. You can look up things in with your intellect. Look up words, and, 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 and according to the capacity of your your mind or your brain to function and to perceive and co- comprehend things, that's the farthest you can go. But to get the revelation of it by the Holy Spirit, it's impossible because the Spirit of God cannot minister the flesh, and flesh cannot comprehend spiritual things. So a woman can preach it, teach it, prophesy it, but never experience it and live it. Live it until she come to the place that she will humble herself under the mighty hand of God. And it's through the spirit of humility that the Holy Spirit can work that in her heart and then work that through her ma- and through her life to her husband. Yes. Um, I, and I think you just said something because I was thinking on the same thing concerning humility, um, even as you brought it out on the prayer line this morning. Um, and if uh, and you said a key word also concerning transformation. Uh, if, if the Holy Spirit, if I'm not yielding to the Holy Spirit so I can die daily, deny myself and take up my cross and follow God, focusing on God and not my husband, then, um, you know, I'm just spinning my wheels. But if I want change, then it begins with uh, the transformation of my mind uh, and, and seeing myself submitted, you know, unto God uh, and seeing myself, you know, uh, and I remember one time you said to me uh, when I was, uh, we were just having, you know, dialogue, we were talking, and, um, and you brought it out, you, you asked me a question about do I see myself? Uh, you know, uh, applying the word. Can I see myself uh, becoming a servant? Can I can I see myself? And just paraphrasing some things you were just asking me. So, uh, and I think that would be key for a wife um, to begin to see herself submitting unto her husband, see herself being changed, uh, you know, by the Spirit of God as she submit to the Holy Spirit and submit to her husband, um, see herself uh, serving her husband, see her, her marriage, see her becoming one with her husband, regardless of what he says and what he does, going back to what we said earlier, don't focus on him, but keep my eyes, you know, just like I'm, you know, an athlete on the track and I'm running around the you know, the track, I, I got to have one goal, and, and, and that is to get to the finish line. And so as a wife, my goal is to get to the finish line, to be changed uh, uh, from the inside out, to allow Christ to change me. And so as he changes me, then it's going to be evidence in how I speak to you. It's going to be evidence in how I serve you. It's going to be evidence in how I submit to you. It's going to be evidence in how I answer you when you're talking to me. Uh, as I yield to the Holy Spirit, all of that will be evidence because I'm, I'm learning how to submit and yield and keep my eyes on the Lord and not focus on you. That's excellent. That's very good. Uh, uh, let's break that down uh, even further, uh, what you just articulated, which was, which was excellent. And, see, this has to become a reality. Uh, I believe what you just articulated was 100% correct. From a biblical perspective, but what happens when we uh, with with a lot of us, not just with women, a lot of us, because I believe a man is a helpmate too. A man is a helpmate unto unto the Lord Jesus Christ. The woman is a helpmate unto the man. Christ was God's helpmate. Christ lived to bring pleasure to the Father. 
Christ aided the Father in the redemption of humanity. He helped the Father by coming and doing what the Father needed accomplished in order to redeem humanity back to him. He said, I will go, I will do your will, O Lord. I'll come in the book that is, uh, of the volume of the book that is written of me. But a man is a helpmate to Christ. Love your yes. wife, Christ, love the church. The man is here to help Christ. He's an extension of Christ. So he's, so he, when he ministers to his wife, He's he's ministered to his wife from a helpmate perspective, not becoming the wife helpmate, but becoming his head helpmate. His head is Christ. So he's the helpmate of Christ. She's the helpmate of the man. Now, the reason I'm bringing this out is that sounds good. It sounds great. But if it's correct, which it is, then why don't we see this executed and manifest in a greater way, because I'm going to tell you why I believe. I believe, once again, it's a reality in the head, but not a reality in the heart. And it can't be a reality in the heart until there's a renewing of the mind. When the mind is renewed, then change will take place. We will become that. You can't become that until the mind is renewed. And if I have not become that, then it's a revelation my mind have not been renewed. Let me give you an example. Now, you take a helpmate in the natural, not a husband and wife. We just discussed a woman and a man working, a man working for a female boss and a lady working for a male boss. Now, if that person say anything, do anything out of character, you don't curse them out, you take it, and you move on. Because yes. that's a reality to you that you are there for them. Yes. You're there to get a paycheck, but yet you're still there for them. Yes. Now, who do a boss promote on a job? What, what were some of the things would a boss look for in someone that they hire uh, to elevate them and to promote them? That's a question. What do you think? Uh, commitment, uh, dedication, punctuality, uh, hard worker, they're pleasant in their attitude, disposition. Those are That's some of the things that their boss would look for to promote them. Excellent. Excellent. Now watch this here. Those are the, just, just take what you just said. Yes. That's what's going to require for God to promote the wife. That's excellent. Wow, that's powerful. I received mm. that. That's excellent. That's what, that's the, that's the, what it's going to take for her to experience the reality of a helpmate because that's exactly what you just described. You just described a helpmate from a uh, uh, marketplace perspective which is yes. absolutely no different than a, a, a position of a wife in a home. Absolutely no different. Because what you really describe, if you think about it, you just described a virtuous woman, according to Proverbs 31. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. What you just described. Now, now watch this right here. So a, 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 a boss is looking for that 
Because what a boss is looking what you just described, you just described a person that has denied themselves. Yes. And you just described a person that is willing to sacrifice for the betterment of this company. Yes. That's what uh, employers look for. Yes, you're right. Someone that have their heart, someone that have their mind, someone that is proven that they care about the success of this business. Yes, yes. Then a husband should be looking for the same thing, a wife that's willing to do all those things for the success of the family, for the advancement of this family. Yes. Not the advancement of me, the family, because without a business, what good is a boss? To an uh, employee, none. You don't have a business. Yes. Don't mm-hmm. have no no product to sell, so we can make money, so I can pay you. But your expertise, I hire you because you have an expertise that I need to make this company successful. God gave Adam to Eve. I'm saying he gave Eve to Adam because yes. Eve mm-hmm. had an expertise. Evidently, every woman. That the moment you get married, or decide to get married, every woman in her DNA have an expertise to make a family successful, to aid and assist a husband to become successful with the vision of that home. Yes. It's in the right. DNA. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, I was just agreeing with you. That's absolutely correct. I was agreeing. So if if and, and, and but how many wives want to be promoted by God in their home like a woman would be or a man would be to be loyal, dedicated, faithful, committed, punctual, sacrificial, loyal to that company, mm-hmm. to their supervisor, to their yeah. boss. Because they know, and, and, and sometimes you're not even looking for a promotion, but that's just your that's just your nature, that's just your disposition to be that yes. way, hard worker. Right. And and it's impossible for you to be a hard worker to try, uh, uh, to be like that without it getting somebody in authority's attention. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. David got God's attention because of his loyalty, his commitment, his dedication to his daddy. When his daddy said, keep those sheep, he was loyal, he was dedicated, he was faithful, he was sacrificial. He put his life on the line to kill the lion and the bear, to keep his daddy's sheep. Same thing with an employee working for an employer. It's the same thing with a wife for a husband and the family. Same thing. So, but the problem is, how many have that kind of mindset? How many, and, and think about it, how many women have not read Proverbs 31 that is in the, in the church? How many women have not uh, heard a preacher preach on Proverbs 31 since they've been saved? Almost every woman has heard it, but once again, why don't we see it being made manifest? Yes. Once again, because it's in the head. And not in the heart, because can't get in the heart as long as I'm selfish, self-centered, and I still have a distorted view of this thing. 
I hear what the word of God says. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. And then we think about it. And then we'll have women that will go to a women's breakfast or a women's retreat or a women's conference. And they will hear this right here. And they come back fired up to be that probably 31 women. They may be it for one day, two days. The next thing you know, they don't revert right back to the old. <laughs> yes, that's true. Then what causes that? What causes the person to revert back? To that old and not persist in being a no. Because the Lord who called them to do this is not a reality. They revert yes. back to seeing their husband and not seeing the Lord. Yes. And I know for me, uh that has uh that has been penetrating in my heart, uh, just hearing God uh speak to you the teachings that um, God has been speaking through you, the anatomy of man, spirit, soul, and body, uh, being able to recognize uh, when is my flesh and when is the spirit of God, and being able to yield to the Holy Spirit when he uh, when He speaks to me. Uh, and then if I do miss it, uh, then being quick to repent and apologize, repent to God and apologize to you or whoever the person is that I missed it with, um, and and I think that's so good what you what the Lord just articulated through you concerning it being in the heart and not in the head, uh, and and, and uh, applying the word of, of of truth. So change can take place. And I think you know for why sometimes we you know we want to see the change, but we're looking for the change in Him and not looking for the change in me, <laughs> which goes back to what you said concerning it being in the, in the head and not in the heart. And if it's in the heart, then the change will take place because I'm going to, uh, going back to staying in my position, uh, letting God uh, change me, focusing on me, not being moved by what is said, not being moved by what is uh, how it's said to me, but focusing on uh, the reality of the word of God penetrating my heart so change can take place. That's good. We have a uh, caller to have a question, and uh, we're going to uh, see what the Lord has to say to us concerning the question. Erico 305-321. What is your question? You're on, you're on uh, Erico 305? Yes, I was on mute. I apologize. Um, Dr. McKenzie, I mean, yes. this, first I want to say that this is powerful, and this is what a lot of marriages need. I mean, we've been longing for this. And um, you've been preaching about um, the anatomy of man and about, you know, your flesh dying and about this is the year of government. And I have been, you know, getting my life in order and my marriage. And just like Prophetess was talking about, I've been focusing on the man, focusing on the husband. And so what I'm calling for is I want prayer. Um, I don't know how to say it like for endurance, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm asking, I want, you know, what God wants, and I want to be in order, but sometimes it's very painful, and I know that's the flesh, and God is killing this flesh, but I just want prayer for endurance or, you know, to go through whatever God has me to go through. Well, we would do that, uh, but matter of fact, before we go off this line, uh, we're going to pray for all marriages, and yes. uh, my prayer is that uh, 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 that every married person will uh, call back in and listen to the whole broadcast today 
because the Lord is challenging all of us. So we would definitely do that before we go up the line. We will pray. Uh, 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 matter of fact, let's go ahead and do that now. And I'm going to pray for all of the husbands who divine the line. And, Prophet Caps, would you pray for all of the wives uh, since our caller has called in and 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 really desire? It's a matter of fact, they wouldn't have called in. They didn't desire this thing. There's so many women desire. There's so many men desire. We get frustrated because we get our eyes off Jesus and put our eyes on, on one another. So this is the this is the year, and it's only we can't do it in our own strength, and that's what another problem. We have tried it, tried, it, and we get frustrated, and it's a revelation that we we have not submitted to the Spirit of God to lead us into it. That's the only way we're going to experience a victory by submitting to the Holy Spirit. He will lead us into it. And so when my spouse says something I don't like, or when my spouse do something I don't like, then what will happen is I will, excuse me, I will stay focused. Because my focus is him, I'm conscious of him. And I think that's a key word, what I just said there, conscious of Christ. Yes. It's not conscious of Kathy. It's not Kathy being conscious of EJ. But if I can just be conscious of Christ, which I have experienced it before, and some of you all have experienced it before, while you're dialoguing with your spouse, but you're more conscious of Christ than the, your, your spouse. And you're more conscious of you. While you're speaking to your spouse, you're conscious of how you're feeling. You're conscious of the thoughts into your mind. And so, therefore, the Spirit of God said, no, 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 and you yield to it. But what we don't understand is painful because your flesh want to say something. Your flesh want to talk back. But that's how that's an opportunity to die. And that's yeah. what we don't get. That's an opportunity to die. So let's go ahead and do that. I'm going to pray for the men, uh, the husbands today. Uh, uh, and Catherine, you to pray for the wives uh, that God will grace all of us since this is the year of government. Father, I just lift up uh, all of the men, all of the husbands today uh, that will be listening to this broadcast and those they're going to invite to listen to this broadcast. Oh, God, we desire, you, we desire what you desire. You desire kingdom marriages. The kingdom of God has come, that the will of God will be done in our marriages as it is in heaven. There is no opposition, confusion, there's no disorder, there's no chaos, there's no, there's no jockeying for position, there's, not no, there's no defending ourselves in heaven, so we refuse to allow to be in our marriages. As the men, and as I represent the men, oh God, the husbands, the fathers that's listening to this broadcast and shall join with this broadcast, we take authority over the spirit of pride and arrogance, conceit, halting, and high-mindedness. We take authority over God's self-importance. Self-exaltation, self-protection. We renounce and denounce all manners and forms of pride. We command it to be rooted up and rooted out. And the supernatural is being released right now in us and through us in Jesus' name, breaking up our deep, breaking up our follow ground. We will execute the heart and the mind of Jesus Christ, our, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Master, our King. We are His helpers. We shall help the Lord Jesus fulfill the role, our role as husbands our role as fathers, even this day in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, for the increase of the momentum of the anointing to break us open and break us through. And we thank you for gracing us, O oh God, with the heart of the mind to yield, to submit, and surrender to the Spirit of God. And we ask you, lead us into death. We say yes and grace us, all of us men, to be more conscious of you, Jesus, than conscious of ourselves and conscious of our spouses. I speak it, decree, and declare it to be so, for it is proper and lawful. And we permit it to be so by the Spirit of the living God. It is done and settled and sealed in Jesus' name. Amen. Great prophet Catholic.
Amen. And Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we lift up every wife, Father. And I thank you right now, Father. You are the one that has called us, oh God. And so therefore, I thank you, Holy Spirit, for gracing us to submit to you, to keep our position, to be that help me. We thank you right now that you're gracing us to become one, oh God. We thank you right now, Father, for the Spirit of the living God leading us, oh God, and exposing what's on the inside of our hearts, oh God. We thank you for change taking place in every wife, even now, as we submit to you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for the transformation, oh God. Let your word, oh God, penetrate our hearts, oh God. And we thank you right now, Holy Spirit, for showing us application of how to apply that word, that it won't be in our heads, oh God, but we will become doers of the word of God, doing the word of God, living the word of God. We thank you, Father, that we shall all submit to our husbands, oh God, as unto the Lord, oh God. We can bring glory and honor and praise unto you, even now, in Jesus' name. And right now, Father, we take authority right now. We bind and forbid the illegal that is uh, that we yield to in the name of Jesus. Uh, we take authority over every spirit, every enemy that causes us right now, that will cause us to yield to it in Jesus' mighty name. We say not so even now in Jesus' mighty name. But we thank you, Holy Spirit, that we yield to you, and we thank you for gracing us to die daily as we yield to the word of God. We thank you for mortifying the deeds of our flesh even now in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for it is proper, it is lawful, and we do permit you, Spirit of the living God, to be so and do so in us to us and through us, even now. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Excellent. As you was praying, the Spirit of God began to speak to me and, and told me to pray a prayer that he's getting ready to move in marriages supernaturally. But I heard the Lord say that he's not moving in marriages supernaturally just to restore and to bring restoration and healing and peace and love and unity in your marriage. But he's raising up marriages that marriages will be an instrument and a channel to help other marriages. Other words, the Lord God is saying that I'm getting ready to move in marriages, that I will raise up marriages, that the marriages will mentor other marriages. And God said, as we begin to submit and yield to him and allow the Spirit of God to bring us into, the fullness of God concerning the union that, he, that he's uh, uh, brought us into, that it must be duplicated, said the Spirit of God. You must position yourself to take other couples and bring them alongside of you because I'm getting ready to do something fresh. And I'm getting ready to do something new in your relationship, but this is required, said the Spirit of God. And, Father, we submit ourselves to allow you to use us as instruments to bless other marriages as you're blessing us supernatural. Lord God, we will release that same supernatural impartation that is taking place in us. We will release it into other couples. We will encourage them. We will build them. We will strengthen them even as you're building us and strengthening us and encouraging us. Even this day, in Jesus' name, we speak, decree, and declare of God for a spiritual explosion in marriages, a spiritual explosion in homes. It is taking place now in Jesus' name. Lord God, we cancel all satanic, demonic, and fleshly manipulation that's been assigned to marriages. But Lord God, you have heard the cry of men. You have heard the cry of women. It has reached heaven, and you're moving now by your spirit, and you're moving now by your anointing. And let the anointing of the Holy Ghost break every bond, break every yoke that is satanic and demonic and we call it done now in Jesus' mighty name. It is done and settled. Oh, my God. It's happening. It's happening. I receive it. I receive it as the Spirit of God has spoken it. It is done and settled. And all of you that is on chat and all of you online, you need to go ahead and receive this. You're going yeah. to experience the supernatural in Jesus' name. Uh, our Thank time you. is up. Prophet, go ahead and give us those announcements real quick. We're only about 30 seconds. 
Amen. Um, just remember that our, uh, we have our profit of training on tomorrow. It begins at 9 a.m. Uh, in the Orlando area. If you want to know anything about that, you can go to our website and receive that. Remember, our services are uh, Encountering the Supernatural on next week, next Friday the 9th, next uh, Saturday uh, at 4 p.m. at the Embassy Suites Hotel, and Sunday morning on the 11th also at the Embassy Suites Hotel. Uh, two awesome men of God that will be uh, that God is going to use supernaturally to bring uh, break you open and you can receive a miracle from the Lord. Be with us on tomorrow for Kingdom Women Living for the King at 1 p.m. On Friday, is uh, you, you'll be back with the man of God, the Master Key, at 1 p.m. And on Saturday is uh, releasing the supernatural at 12 noon. And we thank you for being with us on today. All right. God bless you. Look forward to seeing you and being with you on Friday. And Prophet Kathy will be with you on tomorrow and looking forward for Saturday. Uh, coming together and uh, with the prophetic teams uh, coming to be a blessing to you. God bless you. We love you guys. Appreciate you all to the highest. Tell somebody about the program if you will. God bless you. God bless you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.